This is Cisco Chat Podcast. Each episode features Cisco experts discussing the latest technology topics from around the globe. As always, check out the show notes for links to more on today's topic. James, if you could introduce yourself. Sure, my name is James Weinbrenner. I'm the global lead for SD-WAN sales here at Cisco. Um, previously, I ran worldwide sales for Viptela, joined the company in December of 2013, um, and uh, led the go-to-market as we came out of stealth in, in May of 2014 uh, and, and built the team out uh, that we've now integrated into the Cisco sales organization uh, responsible for Cisco SD-WAN. Great. And can you describe what SD-WAN is and how businesses are using it? Absolutely. So software-defined wide area networking uh, represents a, a very significant architectural shift in the way that uh, our, our enterprise customers build uh, and consume their wide area networks. Uh, and at the very basic level, uh, it, it, it enables um, customers to look at using lots and lots of different types of transport networks uh, and to orchestrate a secure fabric on top of all of those transport networks by moving the control plane out of the actual transport network itself, unlike where it was with MPLS, uh, and moving that into the cloud, uh, and, then, uh, and then orchestrating uh, a secure fabric uh, across all of their locations, whether those are cloud locations, data center locations, branch locations, uh, with a real-time understanding across the entire fabric of all of the uh, performance, um, uh, underlying performance information, and the ability to, to make decisions on how to route applications uh, based upon uh, performance service level agreement as well as uh, uh, enforcing a consistent security posture across uh, the entire fabric. Okay, um, and could you say it in simple terms kind of how businesses are using it? Absolutely, so businesses are using it to connect their branches to their legacy data centers as well as to their infrastructure as a service and software as a service cloud applications and ensure a consistent user experience as well as a consistent security posture across the whole infrastructure. Great. So what are some of the key attributes of SD-WAN? One of the biggest things uh, about SD-WAN that's different from uh, the legacy approach is if you think about um, the approach we've had to building wide area networks over the last 15 years, um, we've, we've built those networks by connecting uh, discrete routers uh, to each other and to the service provider cloud uh, with uh, lots and lots of different configuration files and lots of room for, uh, lots of room for error. Uh, whereas SD-WAN enables us to uh, connect to a centralized control plane in the cloud and, uh, and orchestrate uh, connectivity in a very simplistic uh, and policy-based fashion uh, across the entirety of the enterprise uh, with uh, a simple um, uh, graphical user interface view uh, to that control plane. And <clears throat> what are the steps to successfully deploy SD-WAN? That's a great question. One of the, the, the biggest benefits of SD-WAN is um, the ability to do uh, essentially zero-touch provisioning. So. Uh, because we configure information about uh, how the network needs to behave and, and how application policies um, should be constructed uh, once in the cloud, uh, when we want to connect a new location, whether it's a physical uh, a branch location or, uh, or a, a cloud um, 
uh, network like uh, Amazon VPC, um, we can uh, automatically have uh, the, the SD-WAN router come up and uh, connect back to that control plane uh, and get its entire identity and be programmed centrally from that control plane in a zero-touch manner without having to go and, and do discrete configuration at the edge. Great. And so um, what kind of businesses would want SD-WAN or how do you know that you would want to use SD-WAN for your business? Well, any business that's connecting uh, users in remote locations to applications in the data center or in the cloud can benefit from SD-WAN technology. Uh, the ones that have been the early adopters and have probably seen the biggest economic benefit um, are, are any uh, businesses that have uh, a large number of sites and are evolving their application footprint to use uh, more cloud-based technology. So we've had tremendous success in retail, in financial services, uh, in healthcare and manufacturing, being able to um, being able to help transition from um, legacy low bandwidth, very expensive. Uh, uh, traditional uh, networks to um, to augment those networks with uh, internet bandwidth and, and provide for faster access to uh, to cloud applications in a secure fashion. So when you say it's been successful, what does that success look like? What are the key factors that um, show that it was a good choice for that business? Absolutely, it's really three things. The, the first uh, success criteria is being able to ensure a consistent user experience. And so making sure that as, um, as customers are, are trying to access different applications, whether they're in the data center or in the cloud, um, uh, regardless of uh, what the underlying network that that, uh, that that application traffic is being routed over, uh, we want to make sure that the user experience is, um, uh, is, is up to expectation. Uh, the, second, the second area of success is um, these, new, uh, these new cloud applications that require uh, direct access to the internet uh, for the best user experience also change the security uh, posture of the organization. And so being able to make sure that we can, can enforce a consistent security policy across um, the entire WAN footprint is very important. Uh, and then the third, and, and probably the biggest benefit in terms of economics is um, SD-WAN allows uh, customers to really change their cost per megabit uh, and move away from uh, having to have everything on a fixed uh, MPLS-based network um, to be able to leverage LTE and uh, direct internet access as well as broadband um, to, to build the right uh, portfolio uh, of underlying transport bandwidth and, and drive the overall uh, uh, cost uh, for the WAN down. So what would be the signal from a business to say, hey, it's time to switch to this? Uh, one of the biggest drivers is, uh, is when businesses are looking for um, uh, when businesses are looking for uh, uh, the deployment of a new SaaS application across the environment, they typically have to go and make sure they have enough bandwidth uh, in all the locations and that they're not, um, uh, you know, hairpinning or tromboning uh, that SaaS traffic, you know, from a branch office back to a data center and then back out to the Internet. Um, so we use, um, we use a lot of uh, the SaaS applications like Office 365 and others. Uh, as, uh, you know, as an opportunity to really assess the WAN architecture uh, and make sure that, um, that the, the, the user experience uh, and the security are not going to be impacted. Um, <clears throat> and what do you find most compelling about SD-WAN? 
Well, in addition to the economic benefits that we already talked about, um, the just the simplicity with which uh, enterprises are able to manage uh, their, their wide area network environment and really be in control of their own destiny is, is key. Um, so they're no longer tied to a particular um, uh, carrier, uh, but they're able to leverage um, lots and lots of different underlying networks, but still guarantee the same consistent uh, application user experience and security posture uh, across all of their locations. You talked a little bit about this already as far as the key drivers, but the use cases for SD-WAN? Yeah, so, so the, um, you know, some of the use cases that we've seen be you know, sort of the most consistent across lots of verticals are um, needing to drive, um, uh, again, sort of a, a, a good user experience for uh, SaaS applications uh, in locations where typically uh, they haven't had direct access to the internet. Um, another really strong use case from a security perspective is, um, uh, is around uh, security and segmentation. So uh, when organizations are looking to add um, guest Wi-Fi as an example across their site footprint uh, or uh, looking to integrate, you know, building automation and control systems or other IoT networks uh, across, uh, across the WAN, uh, not just, you know, dropping that traffic onto the enterprise network and assuming that uh, it will be secure, but being able to drive end-to-end uh, uh, -end segmentation across that, uh, across that network, regardless of what the, uh, the underlying transport looks like, uh, and being able to do that in a, in a secure and consistent fashion uh, um, uh, really drives the use case around segmentation. Um, the third one that, that is probably, you know, the most prevalent is um, uh, where customers are looking to, you know, just augment uh, more bandwidth in, in certain locations. Um, especially as more and more applications are moving um, uh, into the cloud and, and customers need to have, you know, uh, uh, guaranteed availability of those networks uh, or their, uh, their employees can't be productive, um, you know, not having to do uh, redundant MPLS networks but being able to leverage uh, perhaps MPLS and LTE and, and Internet, um, uh, different types of transports in a portfolio approach um, is, is, another, uh, is another key use case. So this wasn't a question that was in there, but it sounds like it might be relevant. Is, is this something then that's scalable? So if, they, if a business had um, lesser needs but then had greater needs down the road, would they be able to um, utilize more of it? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so it's absolutely scalable technology. We have customers that have scaled from, you know, tens of sites to, um, to thousands and thousands of sites. Um, and, and one of the key benefits of the technology is that it scales horizontally. Uh, and so there aren't uh, any real artificial limitations on, on how to scale the technology out. Um, and uh, and we see customers oftentimes will start with a you know, production pilot in, uh, in maybe a set of locations that have traditionally been hard to get connectivity to. Um, but then as they start to see the benefits of the SUN technology, they'll scale that out across uh, the entirety of their environment. Cool. And so what makes Cisco different in this different from its competitors in this environment? Um, well, Cisco obviously uh, made a pretty significant acquisition of Vitella, and Vitella was leading the market both in terms of um, uh, uh, sort of the analyst perspective uh, and uh, uh, view of 
uh, the different um, uh, startups that were uh, innovating in this space, uh, but also in terms of the number of production sites that were deployed. Uh, and so now Cisco has, as part of the portfolio, um, the enterprise side, um, the Viptela technology underpinning the Cisco SD-WAN offering. Uh, and as we look at um, kind of being able to go down market uh, and, uh, and address uh, use cases for customers that are looking for a single pane of glass across uh, their, you know, wireless and switching and, and security and SD-WAN uh, architecture, um, uh, Cisco has uh, the Meraki offering um, uh, as well. So very complementary uh, in terms of uh, the, the tele-technology, the uh, Meraki technology, uh, which, which now uh, form the, the basis of Cisco SD-WAN. So a business that hadn't used SD-WAN and then has come and to use SD-WAN, what do they notice that's different now in their business? Uh, in addition to the, you know, the economic benefits that we talked about where they're able to, to drive, um, you know, better user experience with, you know, uh, more bandwidth and, uh, at a much lower cost per megabit, um, what we're seeing is, is the ability to have uh, redundancy uh, in, in locations where uh, traditionally that was not economically feasible. Um, and um, and uh, as well, just a better, uh, a better and more consistent uh, user experience uh, for, for applications that are consuming both from legacy uh, uh, data center hosting environments as well as from the cloud. And why do they see an economic benefit from this? Um, the economic benefit is really is really driven in, on two levels. One is uh, just being able to consume um, uh, different types of uh, bandwidth uh, instead of being sort of locked into a um, you know, have to scale out on on MPLS, which was traditionally very rigid and, and expensive. Um, and um, uh, uh, they're able to use broadband and LTE and, and direct internet access. To augment that MPLS network and uh, and, and drive a lower um, uh, cost per megabit. Um, the second area, the second facet of the economic benefit, really comes from the simplicity of management and operations. So as we move away from having to manage, you know, thousands of uh, discrete routers um, and you know hundreds of thousands of lines of configuration code uh, towards a you know cloud-based, uh, cloud-consumed, uh, very simplified management paradigm. Uh, we drive a much lower cost of operations, and, and ongoing management costs are lower as well. We've got uh, great examples of customers doing things like upgrading, um, you know, three three thousand uh, branch locations, uh, the software across all of the SD-WAN devices in under four hours, uh, in projects that used to take many, many, many months, if not years, to complete. Uh, and so, uh, significant economic benefit there from a simplified management and operations standpoint as well. And how do you see this uh, technology is evolving? Uh, the biggest evolution that we're seeing in the SD-WAN space uh, as we've come into Cisco is actually just the availability of, um, uh, of the SD-WAN um, uh, software across uh, a larger number of portfolio devices. And what I mean by that is uh, the SD-WAN architecture itself is it doesn't change, and the way we consume that uh, doesn't change. But the ability to connect more and more and more devices into that SD-WAN fabric, uh, including a lot of the traditional um, Cisco routing devices like the ISR 4K and the ASR 1000, uh, as well as the ENCS uh, platform, 
um, Cisco is making uh, the SD-WAN fabric available across a, a larger uh, portfolio of devices so the customers will be able to connect um, uh, sites that uh, have uh, traditional routing technology as well as sites that have new SD-WAN routers uh, as well as um, uh, cloud environments, et cetera, all to the same SD-WAN fabric. What would this look like if a business tried to handle this in-house? So I think uh, most organizations take one of two approaches to uh, to consuming the SD-WAN technology. Some are choosing to consume it in a do-it-yourself fashion, meaning they're um, they're directly working with a company like Cisco or through one of our partners um, to to roll out uh, to roll out the SD-WAN architecture and to have um, uh, the ability to control everything directly themselves. Uh, and that gives them a lot of flexibility in terms of selecting what types of underlying uh, uh, transport networks they want, if they want to leverage traditional MPLS plus internet plus LTE, et cetera. Um, and uh, they have kind of complete control over how they build their policies and how they do their traffic engineering, et cetera. Um, other companies are, are looking at consuming this as more of a traditional managed service. So they're getting the benefit of the SD-WAN technology and the architecture in terms of the user experience and the security posture and uh, cloud connectivity, uh, but there's still uh, they're leveraging a, a, a service provider uh, to really wrap the entirety of that offering uh, up into uh, into a subscription that can be consumed uh, um, uh, on a you know month to month basis, et cetera. And just to wrap it up, what do you find to be the most exciting part of SD WAN? I think the most exciting part of SD WAN, uh, as I've watched the the market evolve over the last two years, is just the pace of innovation that we can drive uh, because all of this uh, functionality is being delivered in software. Um, we're not dependent upon a, um, you know, a hardware uh, cycle in order to be able to introduce new features and functions. And so as uh, we've received input from customers on uh, the direction they wanna see the architecture evolve, we're able to drive that innovation uh, very, very quickly into the product development cycle and deliver that on a, uh, really on a kind of on a continuous basis to our customers because they're consuming uh, the the SD WAN um, uh, architecture as a as a software subscription. Okay, great. I I think you really covered everything that we wanted to talk about. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.